Hello, Tile friends. Welcome back to another episode of the Tile Money Podcast. This podcast is strengthening the tile industry. We're doing this with our business education designed for contractors by contractors. This education is helping tilers everywhere build sustainable, profitable businesses. The result in these discussions is a stronger industry from the installer up. All right, today I'm very excited about our guest. We've got another great interview. We've got a good discussion on attracting and landing larger and larger higher-end jobs with good, good profit. We're talking with Travis Riley. Travis is the owner of Bell Building Group out of the state of Nebraska. And Travis Travis shares a lot of solid posts inside the group. He's a builder. He's a tiler. He's a generational uh, experience, multi-generations of tile experience and building experience. So when he shares posts inside the Tile Money Facebook group, uh, they're valuable. And, and he shares his estimates and he shares how he goes about winning these jobs. And the other day, uh, about, uh, well, it was about a month ago on March, early March, he, um, he shared an estimate that was about $210,000. And that $210,000, that price was for the tile work inside just one residential home. So, of course, there was some naysayers who said he was overshooting it and how could that be uh, and, and that they could do it for about half of that price. And uh, so he comes back about a week after that post with an update that he had signed the contract. But it wasn't for the 210, though. It wasn't for the 210. He had actually signed the contract closer to $250,000. And the reality is the way he wrote that preliminary estimate was the $250,000 uh, was a preliminary and it will no doubt go up once all the materials are chosen and the tile is chosen. So it's an exciting topic and I'm glad to have Travis here today to get into this and kind of get to know his him and his business a little bit more. Before I bring him on stage, though, I'd like to take a quick minute to thank our sponsors, the companies who are investing in you, the tile installer contractor out there in the field, the, the National Tile Contractors Association, the NTCA. You can make friends. That's where you will find and make friends with your five best friends. Professional. It's an, uh, the oldest association and the largest in the world, really, uh, for tile contractors. The NTCA is where you will find a lot of valuable resources. You can join them today and visit them at tile-assn.com to find out more about what they have to offer. We also have uh, Lay Decree International is one of our sponsors. They're one of the oldest tile manufacturers, excuse me, manufacturers of uh, installation materials for tile installers. One of the oldest in, in the world and made right in America. In fact, they, they are credited with the invention of Thinset. They're a family-owned and operated privately held company, and they're continuing to lead the way in innovative products for tile contractors today. You can try their latest grout, which is breaking all the rules. It's a single compound or single component grout that gets better ratings, higher ratings than epoxy grout. And Spectralock 1 can be purchased wherever you're purchasing Latacrete products. You can now find it in most floor and decors. So that's exciting news. GoBoard is another sponsor of ours. GoBoard is a lightweight tile uh, backer board from John's Mansville, and it's a waterproof tile backer board. It's lightweight, easy to cut with a utility knife, easy to handle and install, 
And with their whole their full line of GoBoard products, you can build a complete waterproof shower assembly with all of their products. And time is money, and GoBoard is designed to save you time and earn you more money. HappyTileGuy.com, that's the best place to get your done-with-you professional website built. If you need a website, go over to HappyTileGuy.com. And last but certainly not least, all my patrons, I'm so grateful to have financial support from the listeners of this podcast. If you're benefiting from this podcast, I encourage you to check out uh, supporting me and becoming a patron today for as little as $5 a month. All right, let's bring Travis on. Hey, Travis. Hey, Luke. How are you today? I'm good. How are you? Good. Good. Well, Thanks for having me on. Yeah, yeah. It's my pleasure. My pleasure. You share a lot of good uh, good stuff inside the group, and it's been fun getting to know you there. And now I'm excited to get to know you a little bit better. Why don't you give us the 10,000-foot overview? You're Travis Riley, and you've got a building group. What does that mean? Kind of what does your company look like today? Well, Bell Building Group started six years ago. Um, I have one employee, uh, previous, uh, my, uh, uncle started tile in the seventies. My dad joined him in the eighties. I've been doing tile on job sites with them through junior high, high school. Um, and then, uh, six years ago started my business before that I was in the granite industry for 20 years, fabricating, running CNCs, programming CNCs, uh, templating installation. And I'm here today now. So. Okay. Well, that's a well-rounded history and and apprenticeship there. No doubt you learned a lot of of valuable things. Now, you're also doing more than just tile today, right? Correct. The building group side of things, it's just myself, one employee. My wife does a lot of the estimating and uh, uh, billing, those types of things, invoices. Uh, The group part is all my subcontractors, plumbers, electrical, HVAC, drywall guys framers, you name it. Um, I can do those things, but uh, it's faster just to sub it out, make a mark up a profit off the top of them and keep moving forward. And currently right now I have six jobs going between just tile work and or remodels going from bathrooms, kitchens, a whole house, etc. Okay. So with one employee and your subcontracts, contractors, you're able to, uh, keep six, seven jobs going at once. That's, that's pretty, that's pretty good. That's, that's really commendable. That's a lot of work. Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> it is. <laughs> Stay up late, late nights, mm. late nights, early mornings. Yeah. 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 Um, so tell me a little bit about how you got where you're at today, you know, because obviously, you know, coming up, learning the tile, learning, you know, fabricating and, and different things uh, from the time you struck it out on your own, you know, what kind of uh, pr- um, progress or, you know, growth has your company seen over the, the, the years? Started out when I decided to remove myself from a granite fabricator. Um, I was a project manager for them, doing kitchen and bathroom remodels uh, for almost 10 years uh, when I was seeing the profit that he was making from me doing just the estimate side of things and not physically doing any of the work. I, I decided I need to do this on my own. Um, so the first year out, it was mostly concentrated on remodels and tile work all by word of mouth. Um, I made a lot of contacts, obviously, being in the granite industry, so I started hitting the ground hard, 
talking to builders that I worked previously for doing the countertops, got a few opportunities. A lot of it was track home type stuff. Uh, my first builder they were doing at the time, six years ago, about 60 to 70 homes a year. It ranged from the smallest side of things like a master shower with a mud pan and the kitchen backsplash. And then the next house for them would be tile floor in the master, a tile floor in the main bathroom, the master shower backsplash type things. Um, moving on, step, kept finding more builders, getting more builders. Um, at one time, I had another employee, so there was three of us total. We were doing, I had seven builders that year, probably the most profitable year, to say the least. Um, just got tired of doing quality control. We were doing about two houses a week, all different types of sizes and, and that type of stuff. Um, just got tired of the quality control. I spent about the next year, year and a half, just touching up stuff from the guy not installing properly. Um, so I removed him after about a six month, nine month stint with my company. When you were going, when you were going strong like that, did you have more employees? It was just three of us. Three of you. So, yep. I'd have the, supposedly the guy had 12 years experience. Um, after I saw about the six months in, I realized, uh, he wasn't installing to TCNA standards and I had to remove him. And I, I paid for about the next year, year and a half, <laughs> fixing, fixing his stuff and redoing his stuff and yeah, so forth. Yeah. So, so why not double down kind of when you had these builders, you know, six, seven builders, uh, you, you know, obviously they were probably wanting you to take on more work, right? I mean, there was more opportunity. Correct. To, and a lot of people would double down, maybe hire a few more installers, maybe get a, a field manager, right? Um, and a lot of times this sounds really good, um, and it could be really good, but it's not mm -hmm. for everybody. So what was going through your mind? Why did you make the decision to kind of step away from, from those, that type of work? I wasn't enjoying it anymore. It was, it was just more of a hassle. Didn't enjoy going to work, waking mm -hmm. up, just dreading going to work every day, trying to figure out how to get it all done. There's there's a decent amount of installers, qualified installers here at the time. I didn't know them, um, which obviously they're all business owners. And with doing track homes, I mean, there wasn't a lot of profit to sub that type of work out. Mm -hmm. So you wanted a, a better quality of, of life, right, first of all. <laughs> yes. And then it sounds like a better quality of, of work, too, something that you were excited, Correct. You were excited yes. to show up at. So what was that transition like? Tell me about that transition now. Was it, you know, all, was it easy? Because now you're um, doing, you know, quite a bit different style of work, which I guess we haven't really clarified, but. Correct. Um, it was hard to cut ties with those builders um, because I did do work for them for multiple years, but rebranding myself and getting back out into the remodel and building side of things for kitchens and baths. Uh, it took a, maybe a month or two, a lot of Facebook posts on like buy, sell trade pay pages. Um, I only have a Facebook page. Um, it went relatively quick once posting more on those buy, sell trade pages and sharing Facebook posts and, and those types of things. 
Okay. Well, that sounds good. It, it probably helped that you you weren't in a position where, you know, you kind of came into it with some confidence, right? Because you knew, like, hey, if this doesn't work, I'm, I'm making money still, right? Correct. Yep. Mm-hmm. I did keep one builder, which I didn't have previously with the other seven, kind of fell into my lap. I ran into him at a Menards, and, uh, which is just a big box store here locally. Um, looked for a tile guy. They weren't happy with their tile guy. They met with him multiple times, gave him my list of products, said I really don't budge from these products, and which is all lag-free products, and offer the warranty, and it, it took off. And that's how I have the $250,000 job. So Nice, nice. So that builder obviously values the the quality and the fact that, you know, you have your process, you know, he could see those types of things. Correct. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. Yep. Before even the $250,000 job, there's one that's a, that's a hundred thousand that's in framing stage currently too, for that same builder. Yeah. I was, I was going through some of your posts and, you know, large jobs are not um, abnormal for you. But is this was is this kind of the lar- one of the larger jobs, the two fifty? Yeah, that'll probably be the largest single job for my company. Mm-hmm. Well, let's let's get into it a little bit. What? Um, so it's it's essentially all things that fall under a, a sub a sub tile contractor, right? Correct. Correct. Yep. And, so yeah, go ahead. You, and you mentioned you know, in addition to the tile, was there some? Um, I want to say some uh, some stonework, some uh, clad cladding stonework, or, uh, or nope, no, not on that particular oh, okay. one. It'll okay. be all, it'll be all tile work. Um, some of the reason, due to the cost being so high, um, I with the lackey rep Jeremy von Ruden, we've been discussing back and forth on the different products and to keep the timetable moving forward. I thought about just self-leveling the entire house from the basement, the main floor, and the second story. Um, every room in that house has tile except for the four or five bedrooms. Um, every every bathroom, there's floor-to-ceiling tile on the walls. Um, there's seven showers in the house. I mean, there's just a lot of work. And I was talking with the builder about just timetable. I said I could spend months just prepping everything. What about doing the Laticrete Super Cap truck? And he said, if we can save a month's worth of <laughs> prep, let's move forward with the super cap truck. So I, as of right now, that's the way we're going and, and so forth. Nice. So this job qualify, was large enough to qualify for the super cap truck. That's what I was thinking of um, when I was, I was trying, to, I, trying to think of the word. And I, sure. it, it might be a little early and I maybe misread what, what you wrote, but <laughs> the super cap. Yeah. That's what I was kind of um, thinking was different about this job. Now that there has to be a minimum order of that. So, that, I mean, obviously with seven bathrooms, this is a huge house. So it's interesting, you know, getting with your reps, like your late Crete rep, Jeremy, and mm-hmm. coming up with a solution to problems is typically will sometimes win the job over price, you know? Correct. Yeah. 100%. So, so having this solution, like, hey, we can cut out a lot of time here. <laughs> yeah, and, and, I mean, it went from months to one day. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> it saves a lot of time. I can get tiling and get in and, out, in and out sooner, too. Yeah, yeah. 
That mm-hmm. makes a lot of sense. That makes a lot of sense. So, correct. So when you, so, so you have this super cap contract, right? It's it's in it's in your estimate and your contract. Yep, correct. Yep, and you'll I be got... you'll be hiring some but, some temporary help to to get that that in in one day or correct. Yep, yep. Okay. I'll be calling on some of the guys that are here locally to help out on that. Mm-hmm. Cool, cool. It's good to have friends. <laughs> it is, <laughs> especially when you get that large job. And so, so what? What else is going into the prep? What are you thinking timeline for for prepping those showers and, and walls? And you know, before you set tile, what? How many weeks are you thinking will be prep on this job? I'm probably going to tackle it floor by floor. You know, tackle the basement first, so that way the trimmer can get in there. Then I can move to the main floor and that type of stuff. So. After the self-leveling support, I imagine their standard houses take me about a week to clean all the mud off the subfloor and get that properly prepped, and then another week to install Stratomat, Hydroband board, pour my pants, those types of things. That scale of job, I'm guessing it's going to be double, so probably a month just to prep yeah. showers for the whole house um, and then start setting tile. Yeah, at least that's my goal. I can't promise anything, but it's going to be long days, long nights. <laughs> yeah, I believe I believe that. But I, I that makes sense the way you're going to approach it. You know, knock one floor out completely, pull off, let the other trades get in. That mm-hmm. makes for a, a good relationship, and I'm sure your builder appreciates that. You know, it's good to yeah, attack these things correct. with a plan. What? Uh, now tell me, none of the tile is chosen, right? So you, this is just preliminary. Correct. Yep. Basically, it's just standard for 12 by 24s. Um, obviously, if it's going to go to plank or go to large format tile, um, the price is going to raise per square foot. Mm-hmm. Walls, shor- showers, everything, floors, et cetera. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that mm-hmm. makes makes sense. What? So what goes into your – what's going through your mind when you're writing this up and you're noticing, man, this is really – this price is really – I mean, you, you go look at the job, you walk the job, you know this is going to be a high-priced a high price job. But oftentimes when we go home, we, we have 12 hours, 8 hours to think about it. We're working the, working the estimate up, and it's creeping up there. I mean, did you have any head trash? Like, man, this is way too much money. Yeah, I, I did at first. Um one of the secondary things besides the super cap truck, I'm going to be using a new product to me anyways, TI pro board. Um, the entire almost 1200 square foot deck is going to have TI pro board 3701. Um, and then waterproofing, including the stairs going down to the, 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 the basement ground level. Um, so it's going to be a whole new experience using that product as well. Um, and it's not, it's not cheap. Um, so between the super cab truck, the TI pro board and, and those exterior applications, it just kept driving the price up, not knowing what it's going to take to install those. Cause I've never installed that product before. Um, again, speaking to the reps has helped a ton. Um, I did speak to a guy locally about the TI pro board. He's done probably 20 some decks of the product and asked, asked him which products work best that he's used. Um, he uses a multitude of manufacturers to make his deck seem proper to him. Um, I have a pretty good idea of what it's going to take to get it done, but it's still 
still in the back of my mind, it's probably not all there and still scary at some point. Yeah, the exterior applications up there, you're you're in Nebraska? Is this job in Nebraska? Mm-hmm, yeah. Correct, yes. So you, yep. the, more thought has to go into those, right? A lot of thought. Yeah, with the freeze and thaw cycle and, and the, just the unexpected weather that, that can happen from day to day, hour by hour here, um, it, it's going to be a challenge. So there's a large portion of this job that's material costs x you know specialized materials right do you do you mind sharing about how much i mean it doesn't have to be on the head i want to say it's around seventy five thousand. okay for just materials yeah um i remember correctly it's like eight eight or nine pallets of thin set two pallets of 3701 um a pallet and a half of hydro band board um it, it just I think there's a pallet of just grout <laughs> for PCS. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Be, be grouting for days. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, it's so, a lot. What? What kind of? Do you have a pretty good markup? On, you're making money on those materials too, I, I would imagine, right? Yeah, it's roughly ranging between thirty to forty percent for just materials. I still got to stay competitive per square foot because most builders around here want a per square foot price mm. um walls i'm roughly between seven eight bucks a square foot obviously accents and niches and shelves all those all those types of things are extras on um, floors i'm between six six fifty somewhere in there mm. yeah yeah so competitive prices were yeah were you the only bidder the only tile as bidder on this job yes. or? okay correct okay. yep yep so you did yeah, it. I'm, I'm, I'm their only tile guy. Um, they have. I'm supposed to be at a house uh, this week, starting for them. Was just a smaller one, and then another one next week. So they have five or six houses going, plus more in the future as well. So mm-hmm. they're okay. roughly six hundred thousand plus houses. Okay. Okay. Nice. Mm-hmm. Nice. So I've done preliminary bids like this before where it was 12 by 24 you know everywhere and then the homeowner starts you know adding uh like thin tile glass tile um mm-hmm. sh- you know uh you know shells <laughs> like really you know like uh different kinds of difficult tiles you know three three different tiles in the same shower you know different thicknesses and all that good stuff <laughs> yep it's <laughs> Yeah, I can't wait to see the selection. Right now, the spec sheet says everything's laid straight, so I'm hoping it's laid straight. I can get in now a lot faster. It could be. I mean, I've seen some really big, nice homes where the tile was, you know, for lack of a better word, just, you know, mundane or, you know, pretty clean, just simple and clean, simple and clean. (laughs) (laughs) And that's what some people want. But when it comes to, you know, you know, reality and a lot of people picking out stuff, you know, and spending the big bucks on the, on the really nice, difficult tile. And then your price, I mean, might double. I mean, how, how do you approach that conversation? Are you already kind of prepping to approach that conversation? Well, in my estimate, I put at the very bottom, this estimates basically just install 12 by 12, either laid straight or thirds. I don't break up my price for thirds or, or laid straight. Um, when it gets to the plank or, you know, 24 by 24, two foot by four foot, whatever it is, I go out and physically measure the job, uh, right at, you know, mechanical stage, um, 
put over the square foot, adjust my quote, because at that time I already have the tile selections. And then I adjust the quote accordingly and then send it over. And usually within a couple of days, if they have questions or they forward it over to the homeowner, I'll adjust it again. They'll go maybe make another selection of tile and just go back and forth a few times. So far, knock on wood, I haven't had that with any of their previous homeowners. Um, It's always just been a go. Mm -hmm. Nice. Well, that's good. That's real good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's good to have that open communication from day one. Hey, this is what it is. It's it, mm-hmm. it's written clearly. It's stated in the proposal, and that way they know you know they know what they're getting. Really, there should be no question about you know. Hey, we chose a different tile, and uh, you know, price Correct. is going to go up, and, and no doubt you'll handle that. Now, I I, I want to thank you again for sharing um, the post inside Tile Money. Um, I, I really love it when people share their estimates and kind of their thought process behind things. You had a um, like a hundred comments on this post in March. <laughs> yeah, I, I can imagine. Where, <laughs> I didn't, didn't read them all, but a lot. <laughs> were, were you surprised by any of the comments or the feedback you got? Not really. I think a lot of people are shocked. I mean, that is a high number. I never thought I would be. That's the when the builder sent over the blueprint, he said it's going to blow the other one out of the water, which was the hundred thousand dollar one. Um, and I'm like, I can't be that much bigger. And then I just kept chipping away at it and chipping away at it. And I mean, it was two and a half pages of notes of what rooms and and so forth. I mean, the the house is ridiculous. I mean, there's a golf simulator room, a billiard room, massage room basketball court gymnastics room i mean some of those rooms aren't getting tile obviously but i mean there's a front bar and a back bar and a a deck and i mean every single bathroom at least has a minimum of one wall that is floor to ceiling tile the master bathroom is floor to ceiling tile throughout the whole the whole room um it's it's gonna be some work so it's a monster house (laughs) what yeah I'm always curious because I, I, you know, I've lived and worked in in Monterey, California and places like Pebble Beach right there um, where you did have some of these monster homes. And obviously the, you know, the price of everything is just sky high. Uh, But here we have this job in Nebraska and I'm unique because I'm also from like North Dakota where I saw some of these big big homes, you know, going in. Mm -hmm. And I I just want to focus on this, you know, to kind of drill it home to, to the audience, um, you know, sometimes we talk, I'm in these groups or Instagram or, you know, whatever. And people are like, Oh, you're out in California. When I was in California, you're out in California. Well, well, you guys must charge a lot of money and blah, blah, blah. Well, the, the reality is competition is very steep up and down the coast and especially Mm -hmm. in Southern California. And a lot of times, um, I talk to friends and, and, you know, Nebraska, Minnesota, mm-hmm. Ohio, who are actually charging better money than most contractors in California. And um, it's it's something to think about. If you're out there and you're a young, uh, young man or woman and, and you're thinking about start, you know, starting a business or maybe you're thinking about moving, we see a lot of this. It's something to think about because what, I mean, what, what type of people are these, are, are these farmers or, you know, do you have a inclination to what kind of people are building these mo- monster homes in, in Nebraska? Um, I'm not for sure what this particular guy does, but 
per capita, I know we have a lot of multimillionaires. Um, the current house I'm sitting in front of, I mean, the guy owns a, uh, I don't want to say what store, uh, like a back fixing store, like a teeter hang up, maybe bed. Sure. I don't, I've never been to a store and it's a $800,000 home in a gated community. Um, a lot of business owners are here. Um, a lot of tech, uh, people are moving from California to here. Um, right. we have Facebook, a massive Facebook plant going in currently Google's moving in next door. Um, there's just a lot of things going on here and taxes they're high, but they're not as high as other places. Um, cost of living is relatively really, really cheap. Um, it's when there was the 2008 crash. Um, I was working for the uh, countertop company at the time and we never, ever seen a slowdown. Um, we call it the Omaha bubble. Like everything happens around us. Usually people will gear back a little bit, but not to the scale of other cities. Um, so it's really beneficial for myself and having the clientele that I have and being in that upper bracket for homes and those types of things. I don't think those types of people worry about a crash or they have that kind of money that it's not going to affect them as much as someone like you or I. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. It is uh Interesting. There's a lot of value in what you just shared there, you know, with, hey, Google's coming here, Facebook's coming here. It's interesting to watch those companies, excuse me, mm-hmm. watch those companies and kind of look at the, the cities and the states where they're moving to because you are right. So many of them can build their large warehouses or, you know, house their computers or whatever they need to do mm-hmm. for such a fraction of the cost and speaking about fraction of the cost, land in a place like Nebraska is so much cheaper than California. What happens in California, sure. by the time you get your land, you sometimes already at a million dollars. Correct. <laughs> and, and then and then it's like, well, I am going to build a five, you know I'm going to build half a million dollar uh, two thousand square foot house. Whereas in Nebraska, it's the complete opposite. You buy a piece of land for a hundred grand. And you put a million dollar, you know, 7,000 square foot house, 4,000 square foot house, whatever it is, um, on that piece of land and and you get, you get your mini castle. (laughs) Correct. Correct. There's a, I don't know the name of the company, but they're based out of Minneapolis. Uh, they transport the mail for the U S postal service and they built a house here and they said it was a quarter size of their house in Minneapolis. Uh, it was probably 15,000 square foot home. And it was a quarter of the size of their original house. I about fell over parks are 53 foot RV inside of the garage in the basement. I mean, it's, it's ridiculous. Some of the houses that I've, that I've worked in doing granite countertops. Um, wow. We have Peter Kiewit here. I mean, so there's a, a large commercial construction company. All of those owners are multimillionaires. We have, you know, Warren Buffett here. Granted, he spends his money, but not like most people. Um, but all of the Berkshire Hathaway stockholders, there's a lot here. Mm. I mean, there's just a lot, a lot of money per capita sitting in Omaha. And mm. there's more people moving in from California and the East Coast because mm. of the cost of living. Yeah, yeah. Makes sense. Makes a lot of sense. Now, 
Bell Building Group, obviously you're, you're, you're doing and you have a larger vision than uh, tile, right? You're doing more than just tile? Correct. Is the sun- Correct. I, go ahead. Oh, I just noticed the sun in your face. Did you want to <laughs> position? Sorry. Right. No, it doesn't bother me. I just it, well, didn't, right, want, didn't want you to be uncomfortable. No, thanks. Okay. Yeah, um, we do full bathroom, kitchen remodels, basement finishes. Um, currently doing a whole house remodel. Uh, my neighbor had an electrical fire last July. Um, luckily, it was mostly just interior stuff, so it was a complete gut. Right now, we're at cabinet trim stage there. Um, it's just a full working circle with the subcontractors that I have. Um, they're the subcontractors that I use when I was the project manager at the countertop company I worked at. So I have about a 15, 16 year relationship with those guys. I don't have to babysit them. Um, all my jobs have door key codes on them. So they know the code, they go in, they get their stuff done. They let me know when they're finished so I can get the next subcontractor in there. I don't have to babysit. And I, I love that with the, subcontractors that i have nice nice sounds like a great working relationship that's awesome congratulations it, it is it's, yeah. it's amazing thanks yeah and, and no doubt you've worked hard to develop those relationships over the years and and you're 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 seeing them for what they are they're very valuable and keeping everybody happy right you happy the client happy the subcontractors happy uh yes what's what's the hardest part about about this whole thing i mean um some days time management, just there's not enough hours in the day to, to, to hit every house myself. Um, sometimes I'll send my guy to go check on things. Um, he's been with me the full six years. Um, he's, he was my neighbor for five, six years. So we've, we used to go on family vacations together. Um, it's just, just a lot of trust and communication between the subs, myself, the homeowner. Yeah. Yeah. What's the next step? What's your vision? Where where are you going from here? Get off my hands and knees is <laughs> the biggest thing. Just trying to find that next person to take over installing tile and doing the stuff that I enjoy doing. But to grow the business, I can't be on my hands and knees. I, I gotta I gotta meet clients and keep doing estimates and those types of things. Are you actively looking for for that person? Yes and no. Um, I got a couple boys, so hopefully one of them want to <laughs> take over and, and, and jump into that side of things here in the next few years. Um, it's hard to find cause everyone that would probably take my place already owns a business. I mean, cause I can bring someone in, train them and, uh, let them do that. But if they're intelligent enough, they're going to go start their own business and more power to them. And I'm fine doing that as well. I don't, don't want to hold anyone ever down. They need to spread their wings and go if they need to. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Um, I know it's a subject that comes up a lot, an awful lot, right? Everybody's looking for help. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's hard here. It's yeah. hard everywhere. Yeah. Find good help. Just someone to show up is, is hard enough. I almost wonder if like an indeed.com type, you know, almost putting like a nationwide you know, job or help wanted post out there would be good for someone right. like in your situation, because all of a sudden, you know, we have all those benefits, um, that we talked about, you know, living in Nebraska, mm-hmm. l- lower cost of weight, you know, lower cost of, uh, uh, of home, you know, lower cost of lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and then, you know, kind of a, 
what what you get in those places is a little bit you know you usually end up with more toys a little bit richer lifestyle whereas like out in california and on the east coast you know your toys is a a pair of basketball shoes and a basketball or something real simple (laughs) like that you know (laughs) right (laughs) and then you move to minnesota nebraska the midwest and you got snowmobiles and and jet skis and um you know you and four wheelers and utvs and all that stuff yep (laughs) so your your lifestyle goes up so i'm wondering you know just spitballing kind of for the benefit of the listener in general like somebody in your situation puts a puts an ad out like an, on one of these nationwide companies like indeed it be i'd Correct. be curious to see how well that does because maybe you attract that that person that individual right. who's just you know maybe they are a business owner but hey you know i i mean i hired a business owner in california mm-hmm. and he he was just to the you know he was like your typical tile contractor or average contractor where it was working seven days a week with no end in sight and he just wanted he wanted to, to work his eight hours and go home. And, and Correct. a lot There's of times I want to do that. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, a nice, attractive, you know, help wanted post with, with the Bennies and the company mission and, and right. vision might attract what you're looking for. I, you know, and I, I only say this to, you know, try to be encouraging and positive. I know, um, like one person said the other day, it's like finding a unicorn, right? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> the bad thing is trying to find a place to live here. The house is they're selling in one or two days and, the markets, the market's ridiculous. It's, That's everywhere right of, now. It's, correct. Yeah. yeah, it's 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 bad. Mm. There's more people looking for homes and not enough homes to sell. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's wild times. <laughs> it is with uh with the price of materials and the price of homes. I mean, they're still going for over asking price. Quick, like you yes. said. Yeah, two houses down from me it was on for a half a day, and it sold for almost seven hundred sitting on a lake. Whoa. I mean, it's yeah, it, it went fast, shockingly. So now I'm fixing mine up to do the same thing. <laughs> if I can get it, get it done in time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There you go. <laughs> well, listen, Tra- Travis, I want to be respectful of your time. I know you've got a busy day ahead, and I want to thank you again for taking the time out. Um, sitting in your truck and having this conversation. I know it's going to be beneficial to a lot of people listening. Uh, where can people find you? You said your, your company's on Facebook, Bell Grooting, excuse me, Bell Building Group. Are you on Instagram or anything like that? Or Nope. As of right now, just Facebook. Um, my wife and I are, we're just busy and we want to get on Instagram and do other things. It's just trying to find the time to do it. Yeah. Five kids and sports and <laughs> life. Just yeah. life gets in the way sometimes. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Well, it doesn't sound like you really um, necessarily need to do that right now for your business sake or whatever. You're so busy. No. <laughs> I've been turning work down here the last couple of days or telling them I'm, a, I'm two years out because that's what it's probably going to be between just the two jobs wow. and their other work that they got going on for the new construction side of things. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. Very, very, very fortunate. Can't complain. Well, very cool. Very cool. Congratulations on your success, Travis. And again, thank you for your time. Uh, we appreciate you. Have, have a good day. Yes. Thank you, Luke, for having me on and good luck, everyone. Enjoy tile money. I do. Sounds good. Thanks for listening. Oh, I was going to say, Thanks, Luke. I was going to say, yeah, I was scrolling through the Facebook and back in, uh, December 30th, you were on vacation 
and, and you were listening to Tile Money. You, you shared a post. You were listening to Tile Money on vacation on the beach, I think, or something like that. <laughs> yeah, we were uh, in Houston or just south of Houston in Kama, Texas, went there for Christmas and New Year's, and I was still doing estimates on vacation listening to Tile Money. So, yeah. So, friends, listen to Tile Money, be like Travis, and you're going to win the 250K jobs. <laughs> yeah, just don't be scared. Just put it out there. Worst, worst thing they can say is no. Yeah. And if they say no, that's not your customer that you want. Yeah. I've come to that realization here really quick. If they can't afford me, they can't afford me. And it's, it's beneficial to work, work less and make more money. That's all right. That's right. All right, Travis, I'll let you go now for real. Take care. Yep. Thank you. Have a good one. All right, Tile friends. That was another great interview with Travis. I really appreciate him sharing and opening up his uh, his business a little bit with us and, and sharing his insights. So thanks again, Travis. I appreciate it. Tile friends, uh, like and subscribe to this podcast. Everywhere podcasts are heard. If you like watching it, you can watch it on YouTube. Uh, you can join the Tile Money Facebook group and, and be part of these discussions. So thanks for listening. I appreciate all of you. Stay positive out there. And for goodness sakes, Tile friends, stay profitable. Stay profitable.